Um, we are very, very privileged uh, to have the President of Ireland, Michael D. Higgins, and his wife Sabina with us today. Um, people will know that Michael has a, a long association with the arts. He was the Minister for the Arts in Ireland during the 1990s. He is a great intellectual, a writer, a poet, and an inspirational speaker. He's also patron of the Irish Writers' Centre where this event is taking place today. He is also a truly extraordinary president, representing us at home and in Ireland and on the international stage in a way that truly does us as a nation and as a people proud. In my view, since he's taken office, he has brought the office of the president to a new level. He's covered the length and the breadth of the country, meeting people, reaching out, and speaking for communities with a lightness of touch, which is the mark of someone who really is a man of the people, one of us, but also an example to us. There is no one more appropriate or qualified to mark the emergence of extraordinary new writing talent here in Ireland than the President. So, can you please welcome the President of Ireland, Michael D. Higgins, to speak to us. And then afterwards we will present the prizes to the four national winners. Thank you. Well, I must say that the Writers' Centre has had a wonderful turnout uh, on a warm day. But it's marvellous, and uh, it's more an officer than Charlie Tronona, Gasmila Buikas, Asadvirkin Fulcher, Darish of Romhains, Rivmathan Kaila Saivian. I just want to thank Niall Stokes and Hot Press and the Creative Ireland programme for providing such uh, an opportunity for young people to showcase their writing skills and inviting me to join you all here today. I understand I will be presenting awards to four people a bit later, and then there will be an overall winner. Four overall winners. <laughs> but of course, you're all winners, really. Uh, now, I should say immediately that uh, uh, Niall Stokes is part of the reason that I'm here anyway, because uh, I owe him a, a considerable debt in relation to my own writing. Uh, I just want to say a word about uh, that's very important. I've been interested in writing since about the age of 11. Uh, I always wrote some bits and pieces and so on. And then I, uh, uh, when I went to university at 21 and graduated uh, a few years later, at, uh, in 1966, um, I actually had stopped writing for a while. I, I studied old and middle English and English literature and so on. But I got an extraordinary invitation uh, in the midst of what was going to be the most controversial period of my life uh, from Niall Stokes, and that was, would I write a column for a hot press? Uh, which I did for 10 years, from 19... Uh, 81, Riley, well, longer, 1981 and 2. It was when the paper, before it went into glass paper. And, uh, <laughs> so you're about, about the fourth issue. And I remember when I got the invitation that I was going to do, doing something down in Cork. 
so I got it, so many and a bundle of issues of Inimi and Rolling Stone magazine and I laid them out on the bed and I said what kind of people do people write a political and social column in a, if in a music paper and that's how I started writing for 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 Haunt Press and we had a rough idea that I would supply something between 800 words and if he got noticed two and a half thousand <coughs> words uh, or for uh, every fortnight I haven't ever said it before, but I actually claim I did not miss uh, a dozen copy dates uh, in the course of all of that period of those those years writing for for Hot Press. Uh, it was an enormous innovation in my life when uh, the fax machine came in, and I was able to send these hieroglyphs off from different parts of the world, but. The most interesting thing for me was it was an enormous discipline. From once I'd had the first paragraph and the rough outline of what I wanted to do, from once I got going, uh, I then had a particular version. And I did so in a, one of the things from my own point of view, which was very important. I was at that stage visiting Salvador and Nicaragua and Honduras and Africa. And really it became an intellectual diary of the human rights work that I was doing, but also was writing about human rights issues at home, including women's issues and really human issues that happen to be called women's issues, but uh, issues of rights and so forth. And therefore, even more recently when I was in New York, somebody asked me about my reflective piece that I wrote in 1983, uh, after a famous political event here in Ireland, <laughs> from which thankfully we have now uh, emerged. But I just want to say that getting encouragement to write, I said, how am I going to write uh, uh, all of this every fortnight and so forth? And I want to thank Niall Stokes for that, but I also want to thank him for the fact that it is there on record, uh, all the different stuff. I wrote some self-mocking speak pieces as well. For example, I remember pieces that I would, uh, I was always leaving the train with two bags. So I, I, I was very much interested in Miles Nagopoli, who turned into a bicycle, is that I was becoming an attachment to these two bags. So that it was a great opportunity to be able to change direction and turn, turn and do these kind of things. And then something else from someone like myself who had been from a very sheltered background meeting the people who were working in hot press was an emancipatory experience uh, in every way because the music was happening and uh, people like Bill Graham and others had discovered you too and uh, uh, all of that. And we would occasionally, for the copy, for example, from Galway, I had a complicated system with a man that time, the cafeterias and the train. So the man in the cafeteria would carry the copy up and he would be rewarded by what were then uh, really vinyl, but really he would also get when, disc, when uh, tapes were coming in and so forth. And then I would talk to Niall on the phone about how he, how he made out that the handwriting. But, I only want to say to all of you who are gathered here, because you have all been interested in writing, is that it is just such a, a wonderful experience because it releases uh, uh, something in you that, for which you'll just not only have satisfaction in the moment, but looking back on it. 
uh, I think the Creative Ireland programme, I, I pay tribute to them, and I pay tribute to those who are standing behind this opportunity. Uh, every now and again, uh, people say, I find in preparations of notes for me saying about the great writing skills that exist in Ireland. I actually think they're under great threat. Uh, I think there's a real shortage of good writing. It's absolutely incredible the people who have acquired high-level skills and all sorts of things who simply aren't simply good at writing. And I mean by that being able to use words to release emotions and to release insights and experiences in a way that, that we did. So therefore, it's important to actually address this issue. Now, there's a huge dis difference between, in my case, I, I took on this uh, mandate from Hot Press because Hot Press was being read by a generation of people who weren't going to hear about the case for divorce from a progressive point of view. They weren't <coughs> going to hear any of the suggestions for socialism or equality or whatever. And they certainly weren't going to hear about the massacre at Morrison in Salvador from any other source. And therefore, it was wonderful uh, to be able to have that contact with people who gave you feedback on what you were writing. You were always connected with something else. And I remember well coming back from, and what I, it wasn't, the, it, it was down really uh, near the Bailey at some stage one night during one of the very early World Cups, meeting people as I did, and they would say to me, You'd have tickets, wouldn't you, Michael D? Because they always knew me at this stage. So I said, no, you really have to go. When you're in Rome, go into the ambassador and say that Michael D told you to collect the tickets. And for which I was never forgiven by the Department of Foreign Affairs. But the fact about it is, having a connection. So it is important in many cases to see where we are now. Uh, where we are now, you can, people will say to themselves, there are people who said, I, I, I'm not really writing for anyone else. No, that's, and people say I'm writing for myself, and that's very, very important. Uh, James Joyce hoped that his book, Ulysses, would be read by every ordinary person in Dublin, and he thought it a great humour, and he was right. But there are, this writing for yourself is fine too, but it's very different in relation to the social media, and I'm sorry that I needed to say all of this because it's very, very important to me to say it. There's a huge difference between taking the responsibility of words on paper, or words in sound, or words in a song, or whatever, and sending it in without the taking of any consequence whatsoever for where it lands in relation uh, to being wounding another person, destroying another person, and so forth. So that's why these awards are very, very, very important, I think. Uh, it is in a matter about how do you have the fullness of all this freedom and at the same time uh, 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 take responsibility. Now, I think that all I want to say to about it in many cases, um, there's just fantastic, the judges in this, you see. How do you judge all the people who have sent in all of that? Well, there's people who are notorious for the courage they have here. Rita Ann Higgins is there in front. Uh, she was a, a, a judge, wasn't you in the judging panel? You have to admit it now, straight away. <laughs> then there was TBC Pierre. Are there any of them here other than Rita? Oh, there, I see her over there. Yes, indeed. Tana French, yes, indeed. And, and Mike McCormack. And all, all of this, it's uplifting to see 
really, I thank them very, very much for the encouragement you're giving to to, 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 to young writing. And I also thank all of the young people in many cases who've, who, who, who are just taking all the risks that are involved uh, in writing. Now, do you know, the people say to themselves, as we continue to move through the 21st century, another generation of writers will emerge, a generation who will also find their own path and leave their indelible mark in Irish, the Irish literary tradition and so forth. But we have no choice but to move through the century anyway, when you think about it. So what's the point about all of this? So the thing to do about it is to read widely, enjoy writing. I, I actually am very sorry that in many cases I never succeeded in writing a diary. You know, there used to be those people I heard about who would write, Dear Diary, oh, for God's sake. But you couldn't, but the fact is, good luck to them all anyway. I think they all joined convents in the end. So but I think that um, where we are now today in a hot afternoon, uh, we have the 41 final entrance from a huge number of young people who submitted their work for consideration under a magnificent title, Right Here, Right Now. That's very, very important. And I think that the important thing about the 41 entrance in many cases is that you're already really people who have achieved such a great deal, who have achieved an, a, a, an awful lot. Now, the theme that kind of I was hitting off it already was social media writer's tale. People were asked to put down 500 words or less. You see, that's the kind of editor you need. Uh, to create a fictional world or reflect on the theme of social media through a number of different formats. And by the way, he's a fabulous editor, Niall Stokes. He just is. There it is, indeed, now that... Not only because they dealt with my work without much change, but because it was good with it. Now, the impact of social media is very important, as I, as I have said. So we're really in an entirely new place. We're about how is it all to be done. And these people are bra these, you, you're breaking new ground. Now, I've, I asked the question, well, what kind of themes did people, how did people respond to these 500 words? Well, some of them wrote about what lay behind what you might see as descriptions of very great social havoc taking place, about things that were happening in the lives of people, about cyberbullying, people talking about one of the most neglected, powerful themes of our time, loneliness, marginalisation. You don't need a word with several syllables like marginalisation, just the word loneliness itself. And others wrote about, for example, who were standing behind moments of vulnerability, moments of recovery back from the brink, and, and so forth. And they were all looked at by this extraordinary, distinguished group of judges. And they are the people then who whittled it all down to the 41 we have here. So whatever their themes and, uh, uh, and conclusions, the one thing that came uh, through that the judges have said, and they can say it themselves, was that the strong and beautiful writing that you two at 41 have had has in fact what selected you out from the crowd. And I do want to say we are fortunate in having DBC Pierre and Rita Ann Higgins and Tana French and Mike McCormack uh, willing to do this. I thank you for, for, for that encouragement and giving it, giving it the time. Um, and then I must say as well, I so thank you all for, for being here. Uh, 
I think the sun is beginning to get to me, really. So that is why I think that in fact, so if I have gone on too long, now I just want to say, may you continue to always enjoy your, uh, always enjoy your writing. And every piece of writing, even if you can't manage the finished pieces and get to the 500 words, I would say to those of you to think, what does somebody like myself do now when I can't get the time to finish a poem? I'm keeping, uh, if you like, an image notebook, where I, in fact, actually think an image or two, and I say that I'll stick to the ground with a poem about that yet. And therefore, it may, but also other things. There are things that suggest to you that it will come back, and suddenly the lines run together, and it makes its own method of release and its own form of music and so on. So enjoy every minute of the writing, and you're already great to have come to this particular point. And thank you now for inviting me.